You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's Andy Baskin. I'm Jeff Phelps. Welcome to Baskin and Phelps. 216-474-0092 is the number to join us. Ken Dorsey will be speaking at 11 o'clock. New offensive coordinator of the Browns. 11 o'clock. Ken Dorsey, you will hear that press conference right here. Now, before we before we get into anything, did the Browns make a good hire? Did they make a bad hire? Did they make a good move, a bad move, um, removing Alex Van Pelt from that position? Uh, Van Pelt's been hired by the Boston uh, team, the New England Patriots. Once in the back in the day, the Boston Patriots. And folks in New England think that they got a pretty good guy. And, and we know this. Okay? Coordinators change. I mean, that, that's what happens. Uh, look what John Harbaugh has done in, in Baltimore with the Ravens. I don't think anybody thinks that Harbaugh is trying to cover his backside by changing coordinators all the time. Coordinators change. We all understand that. Right, Andy? I mean, that, that, right. that, that happens. But it's kind of strange that the way we looked at it, and we thought, wait a minute, you're getting rid of your offensive coordinator after you went 11-6 and six with five different starting quarterbacks, backup right tackles, backup left tackles, backup running backs, and no wide receivers other than Amari Cooper. And you went 11-6 and six and you're getting rid of that guy? You're getting rid of the guy who coordinated all that? That seemed a little bit weird. but So somebody didn't. Somebody didn't like what Alex Van Pelt was doing. There, there's just something I mean, about that. Yeah, I, I just don't know how you again go through what you just said. You go through all those quarterbacks. You go through all those offensive linemen. You still make the playoffs. You still have 11 wins, and I, I just don't like. I, I I don't understand it. Other than it sounds to me like someone didn't like what Alex was doing, so they had to let him go. That's I, that's the only thing I can think of because from the outside where we're all sitting. All of those things are the front and center to the people that buy tickets. Yeah. One, your offensive line uh, had, went through some injuries. Two, your quarterbacks. Three, I mean, I, name anything you want. The one thing about the whole situation, when, when you compound all that, we said this, Andy, the minute it happened, they must not be happy with the progress of Deshaun Watson. And the move, that the move is all about Deshaun Watson – and whatever it is, somehow you want to get more out of him. You want to see something different than what you've seen, even though you've had a limited sample size. Now, Albert Breer uh, is a good friend of the afternoon show here. Mm-hmm. And he's from Sports Illustrated, covers the NFL. He was on 98.5, not NCX, 98.5, the sports hub in Boston mm-hmm. with uh, Zolak, who's Scott Zolak, who mm-hmm. used to play for the Patriots, and Bertrand. And he was talking all about Alex Van Pelt and the new Patriots offensive coordinator. And he made a very interesting comment about 
Van Pelt in Cleveland. But, Andy, it basically, uh, along with adding some things, backs up completely what we thought about Deshaun Watson. Here's- the reason he was let go in Cleveland was because ownership and Paul D. Podesta, not Kevin Stefanski, ownership and Paul D. Podesta were frustrated with the progress Deshaun Watson had made. I don't think that they really, truly, the people who made that decision really, truly knew his value to that staff. Other people on that staff, not so much Kevin, but people below him, were floored when they fired him for two reasons. Number one, how do you fire the offensive coordinator after you just won 11 games <laughs> with four different quarterbacks, with your fourth and fifth tackles, without Nick Chubb. He was able to help build an offense that was able to sustain. So there's that, like that I think is one reason why people there were floored that he got fired. The other one I think is a, is the real key though. He was the glue of that staff. Kevin, if you know him, he's a great guy. He's not the most outgoing guy. His personality is very dry. He's got a good sense of humor, but he's not like this outwardly gregarious guy. Alex was the one that held that staff together. When guys were coming out, when guys were going in, he is a guy who was a unifying force in that building. Which, if you just listen to that, and if that's accurate, mm-hmm. no reason to think it's not, mm-hmm. you think, what the heck did the Browns just do, Andy? They didn't like what he was doing. I, I just don't know how, like, was Van Pelt supposed to care about the moment that we were in, making sure that whoever the quarterback was was helping the team win or worried about the development of an injured quarterback? I, like, I don't – to me, that seems uh, – someone's got to – like, how do you worry about Deshaun's development if he's not playing and he's hurt? That, to me, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, to me, this sounds like personality conflict. And, obviously, they didn't like in the limited – in the short window that Deshaun Watson's been able to play quarterback for the Browns, they didn't like the relationship. So, either that's Deshaun or that's the front office. Someone's not happy in there, and that's why he got fired. That's all there is to it. I mean, I don't – I can't and, see and any a, other a road. A different voice. Yeah. You know, the, the whole and, – and you get a this. A different voice for what, though? They won 11 games. Like that a a different me. voice for Deshaun Watson. I mean, Andy, we said at the, the minute that it hired, that it happened. It must be they're not happy with the development of Deshaun Watson. Now, Deshaun, the quarterback of record in six games in his first season with the Browns when he came back, and in five games this past season, the, the Browns won seven and four in those games. That's not awful. you know. But did he play the way that everybody wanted him to play? Not very often. And, you know, so if if Breer is correct, then we had it correct. The reason is mainly about Deshaun Watson. But, which, which to be honest, that makes perfect sense. I mean, why would you get rid of a guy who coordinated an offense with all of those injuries that went 11-6? and six? Why, why would you? You wouldn't. I, at least I, I don't think you would. Yeah, I'm to- well, I think we're totally on the same page for this yeah, thing. I, I just don't I, know. I, I mean. But that means that Dorsey's – Job one is to get more out of Deshaun Watson. And considering Andy where the franchise is, that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? It does. So, so there's So, that. look, I, the other thing is I just I want to see what Ken Dorsey does. That's the other well, part. Well, sure. So, I'm like, I'm not. He did a great job with Josh Allen until he didn't. Yeah. You know, Allen, when Allen uh, or when Dorsey was let go in Buffalo this last year, I believe the number is 19. Josh Allen was leading the NFL with 19 touchdowns and with 19 interceptions. Ryan's in Orlando. Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Andy, Jeff, gentlemen, just want to chime in on the Dorsey hire. 
uh, obviously the presser today. Again, you alluded to a lot of intangibles with being personalities. We as fans and just you guys in the media, you don't see behind closed doors, et cetera. Again, um, I think a lot of it's perception on W's, winnings or losses, is perception of hiring, firing, dilemmas, whatever. And again, we have a conundrum where we got a guy who's in place where, you know, things were rolling. But again, a lot of personality complex and narcissism in the, in the office is, is in play, man. I mean, can you imagine working with a guy like Buddy Ryan back in the day or something? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on where just not in an agreement. Again, I don't know Van Pelt's personality. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, I, I do know Dorsey to an extent, just his, just winning all the way since Miami, one of the winning. He's just a winner. And I'm glad he's, he's on board with us. And again, he knows what he's doing. Um, he's a different style quarterback, obviously, Watson style, but. I mean, I don't. I think it's a lateral move more so than anything. Um, I'm okay with it. At the same time, I realize the conundrum. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, it, eleven and five. Like you, I'm sorry, um, eleven and what? We got you. Our record. Six. Yeah, I mean, it just it's just a conundrum. But again, a hey, side note, uh, Menigan, I'm with you, man. I should have watched Rocky Three. I was at front row more or less of the Pro Bowl midfield, and I was bored. The side note, guys. Is Teller almost got injured, and I'm not exaggerating, man. He was in that pulling contest. Yeah, with the, I saw it was, that. It was bad. It was so bad, man. Like he was twisted around, and uh, it's like, wait a second, man. That's our Pro Bowl guard. Wait, are you talking about the tire co- the tire contest? No, tug of war. Oh, a, tug of war. Yeah, tug of war. Tug of war. I'm telling you, if you relook at it, it was woo wee. I mean, he and they stopped and put his hands on his waist. It's like, yeah, flag football, boring as it is. Other, other sneers they have, they're seriously injury-prone concepts. He wanted that tug-of-war so badly that he put his body at risk, and he really did, man. But anyway, it's all good. Uh, again, all right, Ryan. Good, good hire by Dorsey. Thanks, uh, Ryan. Dorsey. Thanks good Ryan. Day, uh, The tug-of-war was such a great idea, the Olympics got rid of it about 100 years ago. Don't. Did the, but the superstars still had it, didn't they, in the 70s? Yeah. Choice to wit, she could take – you know, I do have a serious question about the flag football game that we need. To yeah, talk we'll, about later we'll get to, we'll get to that. Chuck's in Cleveland. Chuck, Chuck. Hey, what's happening? How y'all feeling? Good, we're feeling wonderfully good. well. Hey, um, hey, check this out. Why do you all keep using the word development with Deshaun Watson? You pay two hundred thirty million dollars for a guy. This ain't about no development. So I don't know why y'all keep using that word. And just that's just the word. They, they want to get the, they want to get more out of him. Chuck. They, and they didn't like. Obviously, yeah, they let their the offensive coordinator is, because it wasn't developing the way they wanted it to. But that's all. If he's such a great play caller, and when he calls plays, Stefanski for Watson, Watson looks average. Well, so at so times he did, but they also went four and one with him this year, Chuck. But the defense I played well. I understand we're games. winning. I understand you love the guy, Jeff. I understand. I, I don't okay? actually, Chuck. But, I mean, I can't tell because I'm thinking, like, they're doing everything not to fire Stefanski. That's, that's, that's the only thing I could possibly see. I don't see how everybody can say they're getting rid of all of this and not the head coach. All right, Chuck, you, you got to get out. I'm saying? Like, they're Chuck, doing everything I mean, you, you, to keep They've changed every offensive – they've changed all three of their major coordinators in the last 13 months. So, this is, like, basically you start the year off on the hot seat. You go eleven and six, and then you're going to start the next year on the hot seat. Chuck, it you got to give me a use be cool. Don't add up. Chuck, you got to go. You use gotta go. be cool. Thank, Thank you, Chuck. Chuck. Appreciate that. You agree with Chuck? Wow, we got played off. I can't well, believe Chuck. We got we got Dorsey coming up. We got to get going. It's Baskin and Phelps show. on the fan. Wow.
my buddy over there with the great hair is Andy Baskin. Thank you. On behalf of me and my hair, we appreciate you. Uh, we are proud to have more local sports talk in all of Ohio. Anybody else? We rock it. Are you kidding? Come on. And we have the app to prove it. So just if you want to check us out, man, just hit us up on the app 24-7, you know. Follow each of our local shows chapter by chapter on the Odyssey app to see every topic we've covered in the last 72 hours. That's fabulous. So do that. Do that. Dorsey taking over for Van Pelt. Good move, bad move. We, I feel we, the need to know. say Ken every time, Dorsey, because I think, like, I'm still You're thinking there, John? Yeah, there's a little John in the back of my head. So I think we have to say Ken, at least for a while, right? Just get us a all guy named Harry Dorsey. Tommy Dorsey. Jimmy. Uh, Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator, 11 o'clock. And, and again, I, I don't want to overblow this because. Coordinators change. Coordinators who do a good job change. You see coordinators go from one job to the next. They go and do a, they do an okay job at one thing. They go to the next one. They, they nail it. They, they do a great job. It just happens. Okay. So is, is Alex Van Pelt being removed from his job the, the, a terrible move? Well, I don't know. You know, we, we don't know. Hopefully Ken Dorsey comes in and does a good job. The interesting thing to me was when Breer talked about Van Pelt being the glue on that staff and holding everybody together. And, and I think there's value in that. Now, does that mean that it's, you know, oh, my God, they got rid of the glue guy. I don't necessarily know that that's a bad thing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Shouldn't the head coach be the glue guy? Well, as he said about Kevin, he said that's, you know, Kevin's not the most outgoing guy. He's got a nice you know, personality and good sense of humor, and but not necessarily, you know, a, an overly gregarious guy, which is okay. We all know that. But he said that Van Pelt was the glue guy. A couple of big-time NFL reporters uh, work for The Athletic, Diana Rossini and Robert Mays, who's been on our show numerous times. And they do a 
podcast together, and Rossini, and they were talking about this situation in particular with Van Pelt being replaced by Dorsey. And Rossini, a little surprised that it happened. Uh, Here's Diana and what she had to say. I do believe a lot of people in Cleveland are curious how the offense is going to work with Ken Dorsey's influence now and how much input he's truly going to have. Um, I know I had somebody tweet, ask me a question about if Stefanski is going to give away those play calling duties. And, and I would be I surprised if he did. I would be shocked. If yeah. he did. I, he, he's not just going to do that because he's not going to have an owner that's going to tell him to do it like we're seeing in Philadelphia where it's we're changing this up. That one really stood out. And maybe some of that is superficial. Maybe it's because, you know, one person's trash is another person's treasure, you know, and it makes you go, well. It didn't work there. What makes you think it's going to work here? That's Diana Rossini. And Mm. and again, as she said, and I don't want to use the word trash to describe a person and their work, but you understand what she was saying there. Somebody else's discard goes somewhere else and does a really nice job. You know, I mean, Andy, we see it all around coaching in every sport. You know, Ty Lue wasn't going to be the guy here anymore, right? Well, he's doing a great job with the Clippers. I mean, you see it all around. Terry Francona wasn't the guy for Boston anymore. He did a great job here, didn't he? Yeah. So that happens all the time in sports. And that's why I can't get too fired up about changing coordinators. It worked beautifully here last year. You you brought in Jim Schwartz to replace Joe Woods. That worked. Right. And Joe Woods worked in the league. So you you understand. I understand. That's, That's the way it goes. But it is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Robert Mays on the same podcast I followed up Rossini and had this to say. I think that there are teams and staffs around the league that have gotten to the end of the season and said to themselves, we need new ideas. Right. In Philly, it's the most obvious. Philly just needed a reset. They needed people to come in and be like, well, what if you tried this? What if this was your answer to this? What? And with Ken Dorsey, this is a staff in Cleveland that mostly it's gotten, gotten stale. But if you look at the way that it was comprised over the last three, four years since Stefanski got there. They had only lost people. You know, Drew Petzing went to be the offensive coordinator in Arizona. He was the quarterback's coach, but he's been Kevin's right-hand guy for years and years and years. So I think they got to the end of this, and when they moved on from Van Pelt, it was more about how can we bring in new stuff? How can we make sure that we're taking the offense in a new direction? And if you look at what the Bills were under Ken Dorsey over the last couple of years and what the Browns have been over the last several years, there's a disconnect there, but I think they're going to sell you that as a positive, not a negative. Because what these teams are trying to do as they build the staffs is making sure they're re-energizing those rooms and what the offense looks like with new ideas. Which is the idea of teams changing coordinators, Andy. New ideas, different set of eyes, different yeah. look at it. I mean, that's the, that seems to be what the Browns are going to say when they come out of this, right? This That's what I think we're going to hear at 11 o'clock is that, hey, this is a fresh take for all of us. We've got the opportunity to kind of, you know, while we've got a great, uh, foundation. We just want to maybe, I don't know, take a look at uh, redoing the bathrooms or redoing the kitchen or something like that. Is that makes? Is that what we're we're heading towards? Is that the way you sell it? Why you changed? You know, we liked it, but uh, maybe we want to put the TV over here. We want to do something different. We we want someone. We want a new a new interior decorator to come in and kind of freshen up the place. That well, is that the sale. Kind of the deal. Yeah, it's what it, it feels it, like. I mean, it's it the happens, only thing that makes sense. It happens all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Browns have now changed coordinators in 15 months, all three of them. Other teams do the same. You see that happen in, in pro sports, whether it's good or bad. Bill is in Parma. Hello, Bill. Hello, Bill. 
Hey, good morning, you guys. Good morning. Go Chiefs. Uh, you know, there was a discussion this weekend about organizations like the Browns, but they went at it in a different way as to why these organizations, some organizations don't win. And I was listening to some other station in another city, and they were saying there, there are guys in organizations that they call the guard-the-desk guy. And Mike Lombardi was a classic guard-the-desk guy because you always ask, what the hell did he do? And he always had the owner's ear. And there's a guy named Dan Morgan that's with Carolina, and he has the owner's ear, and they make decisions that you just don't. And there's a guy named McKay, I think that's with Tampa Bay. And so this organization, what we have all the time is, is a churn. And the reason we have a churn is, is for a lengthy period of time, we, the organization kind of hadn't gone anywhere. And there were decisions made that makes you scratch your head. And sometimes decisions are made as to create a dust storm. And so you don't look in other places. And who's probably the best guard-the-desk guy? And this is what they said. And the best guard-the-desk guy in the National Football League is, who you guess, guys guess, Dee Podesta. Mm. And they say, this guy is such a great uh, guard-your-desk guy. He doesn't even live in Cleveland. And he's got the owner's ear. And yeah, on well, The owner's it, paying for it, though. They knew that when they brought him in. They knew exactly what he was going to be when they brought him in. So there's, this isn't really – it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody – well, don't, that's, not the, that's, that's not what I'm saying, Andy. Oh, okay. And, and that is, is that this is a guy who isn't qualified for the job, doesn't know football, isn't watching it every day, doesn't have a temperature of it all, and this is your typical guy that causes dissension on a club. And he, and he may be one of the most important people. Now, uh, you were talking about that guy that was just on saying, well, they're going to re- revamp the offense. Well, that's not Van Pelt's job. That was uh, Stefanski's. Van Pelt is this. Hey, he's being told this is the way we're going to run the offense. This is what we want the quarterback to do. Get the quarterback ready. And that guy you just had on a few minutes ago made it sound like Van Pelt is the offensive coordinator. He wasn't. So if, so if they, he thought that that's the reason they got rid of Van Pelt, well, that's not the reason. And so I think what's happening is, is that there still is this disconnect of who is in charge of what and where is the goal and how do we get decisions to be made and, and be effective in doing so. And my sense is, is this organization is still stumbling around. And as long as we have Dee Podesta in a, in a powerful role, it's not going to change because he's only after one thing, his power. All right, Bill, thank you very yeah, much. Just a point of reference, he did play Division One college football at Harvard. I know it's not the same as the Power Five conference, but he did play football there. So I, I hear people say that all the time, and I'm like, you know, the guy played college football. He, did, he did work in pro football as well before yeah. he went into baseball. So I, I like when I hear that, that kind of makes me cringe sometimes. I'm not sure. I, look, hey, I don't, here's the other thing. I don't know what, what – uh, let me just finish the Paul thing. Like, I, I do know this, that – since Paul's been here, and I know it may not feel this way, this is the most successful era that we've had since the team came back in 99. And I, I don't really know I, – I mean, I agree. I think a lot of us don't know exactly what he does. We do know he has the owners here, but the you know the Haslam's knew that when they hired him exactly what they were getting, and I think he has fulfilled what the Haslam's asked for when they brought him in. They didn't ask him to be the general manager. They didn't ask him to be the head coach. They asked him to be kind of this outside 
guider of the franchise. And, you know, as much as we're, we're looking to point the finger at places, Paul is doing exactly what the Haslam's wanted him to do. And he wasn't hired necessarily for football knowledge. He was hired in knowledge on how to run a professional sports franchise based in analytics. Whether we like that or not, that's that seems to be the, the deal, and we can get more into that later. Ken Dorsey's press conference coming up should be in about seven minutes. You'll hear it right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 